This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This is your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Mark Aflalo. We promised you some big news, so I hope you're following along with us on Twitter. It's at your tech report, Facebook.com slash your tech report, and of course, Mitchell, YouTube.com slash your tech report. Of course. And you know, Mark, uh, we talk about some of our favorite companies that we work with. Well, right at the top of the list has got to be Astro Gaming. We've been huge fans for years, and we've been sharing not only on the radio side, but also on the YouTube side. We've gotten thousands of hits on our coverage of their different headphones. So, you know, we were supposed to talk to them about, you know, they have a great new A10 headphone coming out that's uh, branded for Legend of Zelda. Really cool. They have a new A20 that's Call of Duty. And I was going to reach out to talk about that. But today's we, we got some news and this is going to be bigger than any headphone that I was going to talk about, Mark. So to talk about the latest news from Astro, although, although the headphone news is great, we are bringing in, we're bringing back to the show, friend of the show, not only one of the coolest guys in the gaming world, but also one of the coolest names. He's a head of community and influencer marketing at Astro gaming he is thaddeus cooper thaddeus dude thank you for coming on today hey guys it's great to be back i love coming on the show Oh, we love having you. And, you know, we've been texting back and forth off the air, of course. And uh, we were going to have you on to talk about the new headphones, which I'm really excited about, which we will talk about, you know, throughout the holiday season. But I got a text from you saying, uh, yeah, you had some pretty special news. So we are going to let you share it right now. What is happening? What is this fantastic new product? Something you guys have never done before that people are going to see from Astro this season. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a, a brand new place for us to play, a new playground for us. We uh, we announced this week our uh, Astro Gaming C40 TR controller for PlayStation 4 and PC. So, um, yeah, this is this is the first time that we've jumped into the the controller pool, but we think uh, it's definitely about time that we did so. Oh, and and this is this is something that and you're doing things uh, a little bit differently with your controller. Something that I think a lot of people have been asking for. People are used to being able to customize a controller, but I don't think to this extent customizing the physical layout and really being able to swap out the whole middle module. Can you basically explain how this new C4 DTR controller works? Yeah, well, modularity and customization has always been something that Astro Gaming has tried to include in all of our products. Um, you know, you can see that with the A40s, the TRs with the mod kit system, the removable speaker text, microphone, right. and stuff like that. So when we when we set out to design the controller, we really wanted to make sure that every player was able to buy one controller and have it, you know, do exactly what they wanted it to do instead of having to shop for the right controller with the right layout, you know, and the right, you know, button assignments and that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, the C40 uh, TR controller does, you know, what is kind of become the industry standard for for certain controllers. The stick caps are removable, so you can do different height, uh, different heights of thumbsticks. Right. Um, you know, shorter or taller if you want kind of more accuracy and aiming and stuff like that. Um, the buttons we have rear buttons on the back that are remappable. Um, you know, so there's there's that kind of you know what has become the base standard in the in the industry. But we've taken that a step farther, and you can actually remove the faceplate of the controller. Uh, and swap out what we're calling the modules, which is the thumbsticks and the D-pads. And the reason we did that is because we worked with a lot of pro gamers, um, a lot of competitive pros and streamers, to find out what was the biggest failure points for their controllers. And what we found out is the thumbsticks actually wear down, right? There's there's a spring in there, uh, and that spring starts to lose tension over time. So after two or three months, competitive players were having to 
to throw away their controllers and buy brand new controllers. You know, and at a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars a controller, they were, you know, that was a big spend every year for them. And so we looked at that and said, can we solve this as a problem for them? And and when we designed this modular system, we realized that instead of having to replace an entire controller every three to four months, all you have to do is buy, you know, a twenty dollar module, um, drop that in, and now you have a fresh controller, new sticks. But it also allowed you the ability to customize the layout of your controller. So, you know, you have the centered sticks. That's the the standard design of a PlayStation PS4 controller, the DS4. But you can also do what we're calling an offset design, which is to switch the D-pad and the thumbstick on the left side and, and set it up uh, so you can game if you if you like it in an offset position. There's a lot of Call of Duty pros and other players who prefer that offset position. So uh, so not only are we allowing, you know, remappable buttons and, and every button on the controller with the with the exception of the uh, the share button, the PlayStation button, the touchpad, that kind of stuff, is right. fully remappable. So you can actually change the entire layout of how the how the controller interacts with the PlayStation but the sticks are also re- re- or, or swappable as well. Now, now, as you know, I'm not. <clears throat> I, I wouldn't say I'm a pro gamer. I'm nowhere near that good. My reflex is an older gentleman. We'll just leave it at that. Have slowed down a bit, so I'm definitely not pro quality. But I will tell you, even when I'm playing on, on my PS4, my main system is an Xbox One. So I'm used to that, as you say, offset stick design that the Xbox controller, which has always been my favorite controller in terms of the ergonomics, how it felt personally in my hands, I miss that offset design when I would when I might switch over to the PS4. But now, people aren't going to have to choose because, as you said, this is made for both PC and PlayStation 4. And depending on where what ecosystem people are coming from, it's not going to be an issue of feeling uncomfortable at the controls, being able to swap out. Because I'm looking at pictures of it now, and people have to go, of course, to astrogaming.com. Check this out to see what it looks like. But, uh, you know, you have that D-pad. The D-pad can move and take the place of the left stick, correct? Or could it even be moved all the way over to the right if people want to? Is it that modular? Uh, at the moment, it's just the left and right switch. Yeah, we I was going to say, yeah. We don't want to go further than that at the moment. <laughs> so, um, but it's, it, that's all, it's all locked into the standard configure, or, uh, kind of how the PlayStation controller communicates with the PlayStation at the moment. Right, and the design so, of this, so, by the way, is is gorgeous. Uh, I, I'm looking at it right now. Just of course, the hint of right now. Uh, do I see are the are the buttons on the right? Are those backlit? Are those painted red? Because I couldn't tell from the from the picture. No, that's 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 uh, actually uh, a paint. In that's the, a paint. The they are not backlit. That uh, looks. We yeah. actually minimize the amount of lighting on this controller just to minimize the amount of um, distraction that players would have, um, you know, arena tournament spaces tend to be darker. People don't always tend to have, um, you know, lights on in the living room when they're playing, uh, lights tend to cause glare both off the screen in front right. of you. And, you know, if you're, if you're holding the controller directly in front of you. So, um, you know, the design is very sleek. The design is meant to minimize the distraction while playing, you know, a- any, any equipment that's designed for a pro, pro player is supposed to be equipment that you don't have to think about anytime you're, you're stopping and thinking about your equipment, anytime you actually have to, um, to work around your equipment, that's that's stopping or that's hindering your performance as a pro player. So things like, you know, backlighting and whatnot, we tend to actually minimize that as part of our design philosophy. Talk to us about the battery life because there there's obviously people are always concerned about how long their controller is going to last. This one has what yeah, twelve well, hours? This one has a twelve hour battery life. Um, well, it's twelve plus. Uh, so <laughs> we expect it to actually go longer than that twelve hours. Now. Uh, in the customization software that comes with it, you do have the ability to control the intensity of the rumble packs. Wow. Uh, and that means that you will be able to turn off the rumble packs if you want to extend the battery life, because that 12 plus hours of battery life is done tested with the rumble packs turned on. So right. if you're someone who doesn't like the vibration controls in the in the uh, controller, you can actually extend the, the controller um, battery life well past that 12 hours. 
The other thing is it's both a wired and wireless controller. You don't have to choose between the two, which is a major difference between us and some of our competitors. Um, so even if you are going past, you know, if you're going for one of those, you know, uh, Red Dead Redemption just came out and I'm doing my whole weekend, you know, and I'm <laughs> going to go 12, well past that 12 hours of playing, right. uh, I can just plug in. Right, and you can plug into the PlayStation, or you can, or you can plug it into like a wall jack. You know, if your couch is too far from the PlayStation, and keep it in wireless mode, but it'll keep charging uh, while you're playing. And that, and that includes wireless audio too, right? That is correct. Now, we we actually use a USB dongle to connect with the PlayStation, and the reason we went that way is because of USB audio. The 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 dongle allows us um, to create our own. We we we've, we've worked with a. Um, with a, another company to create our own uh, proprietary wireless technology wow. um, to connect to the PlayStation, and that means that we actually deliver um, high-fidelity wireless audio. The audio that's coming out of that is better than the standard Dual, DualShock 4 controller because it's not a Bluetooth. Uh, so our bit rate is actually higher than the standard audio that you're getting over a DualShock 4 controller. So, um, so it allows uh, for amazing... Um, wireless audio over the controller, which the software does also give you a uh, EQ setting, so you can actually go through and balance the audio. Of course, after all, it is it is an Astro product, so of course we're going to have that beautiful that beautiful sound experience. Uh, and, and also, right. I don't know if you mentioned this, but I, I've been I've been looking at the pictures and listening to you at the same time. I'm I'm so distracted by how great this thing looks. But because of your proprietary wireless, you're also getting even in wireless mode a really nice for pro gamers a low latency, so you don't have to worry about you know because pro gamers tend to stay wired. But even if you're going wireless, you still have a low latency response times. So you're still going to get that great great fast response in wireless mode. Yeah, you're still going to get the same five milliseconds or sub five milliseconds response time that you would get while it's plugged in in wireless, even uh, in wired mode, even in wireless mode. So there shouldn't be any difference uh, playing with our controller, whether you you elect to play wirelessly or wired. Talk to us about the pricing and availability because we only got a couple seconds left. Okay, uh, it is uh, shipping uh, early 2019. We haven't we haven't put down an official date for everybody yet, but it will be coming pretty soon. Uh, and it's going to be launching in the United States at one ninety nine ninety nine USD. Nice, um, and it will be available in the United States and Canada first, and then we're looking at uh, what, what our what our next uh, regions will be. Okay, now Thaddeus, you know you touched on this a little bit earlier, uh, but with every great piece of hardware, there usually is some really cool software behind it that enhances functionality. And with this controller, with the C4DTR controller, this is no exception. There's some great software behind that that even that enhances the customization even more, correct? That is correct. Uh, yeah, the, the software, I think, is something that really sets the controller apart. Putting it in your hands, playing with it, you're definitely going to see that this is a controller that's kind of in a class of its own. But once you plug it into your PC and you load up the software, uh, it really unlocks the, the true customization of the controller, which is, look, you can remap every button, right? I've already kind of covered that. You can remap every button to be whatever input you want it to be. Uh, but on top of that, you can also do things like change the stick sensitivity. So there's a tab that lets you go in and change what's called the acceleration on the stick. So if you're, um, you know, you're, you're a pro gamer or you're just somebody who really likes to play like Call of Duty or let's say like uh, Fortnite or something like that, and you're sniping, right? Um, right. But, you know, when you're sniping, you don't, want, you don't want the stick to be super sensitive and you don't be whipping back and forth when you're aiming down the scope. You need to kind of, like, be nice and slow and steady. So on the controller is actually a switch so that you switch between two profiles that are on board. So you can go into the software and configure one of the stick's uh, profiles to be nice and slow and kind of buttery smooth. So when you're aiming down the sights and the scope, you can go nice and slow and it's not going to jitter or, or 
jump across the screen. Uh, and then when you when you stop aiming down the sights, you just flip the switch really quick, and it goes right back into kind of standard run and gun mode, is what I like to call it. So, and each stick can be set individually, so you can you know whatever games you're playing, whether it's like driving games or fighting games, um, you can go in and kind of play around with the sensitivity. It's all visualized, so you don't have to just like type in a number and guess how much that changes. You can you know push the stick, and it will show up on the screen how far you're going, and then how far it'll read. So if you want it you know to be at run all the time, you can set it at 100% as soon as you start touching the stick, and you'll take off going. So. Um, We've also done that with the triggers. So, you know, on another tab, you can pull the trigger back and see how far on the screen it's going back. And you can say, I want that to be where my gun fires, right? Or that I can be that to be uh, where I want the pedal to be down on a driving game. So you can go in and just do, uh, you know, as much customization as you want to that. And then there's that audio EQ that lets you um, kind of EQ the audio exactly how you want. So you can kind of have a bassy for, you know, more cinematic games. So you can put the highs and the mids in the right place for something where you want to hear footsteps. But then you can also add side tone. So any headset that you have plugged into this, you know, usually side tone is only an option for a powered head, uh, pair of headsets. Right. But, uh, you can actually add side tone, which is the ability to hear your own voice. So that way, if you have, you know, like a pair of headphones, it's a little bit like noise reducing or something like that. You're not actually yelling in the mic because you can't hear yourself talk. So, um, so on top of that, you know, you can change the amount of light that you're getting off of the LED bar, the amount of rumble you're getting in the controller. So, you know, it's, and, and we have updates planned for, um, you know, post-launch. We're already working on more additions to it, um, adding things like being able to invert the access on the controller without having to go into the game to do it. So if you're, if you're a naturally inverted player, you won't actually have to go into the settings of every game and set it to inverted. Oh, that's brilliant. You'll just say, hey, invert my controller, and then every time you pick up the controller, it's just automatically inverted, right? Um, things like, uh, yeah, so just we, we have a ton of accessibility um, options that we're looking at putting into in future updates to the software post-launch. So we've got the, you know, we've got the software kind of where it is at launch, and then we're already looking at, like, how can we make it even better? And that's the great thing is the more feedback we get when people play with a controller, the more we can go to the software and say, like, what can we add to this to give everybody what they want? But see, Thaddeus, this is, this is the genius. You already know this. I'm going to tell you something you already know, basically, for our listeners. <laughs> this is the genius of having a company like Astro designing a controller, because it's not just the name. Because obviously, there's going to be a lot of name association. People hear the Astro name, they're going to associate a quality controller, because they know how, how brilliant you guys are on the headphone side. But you're not just using the name to bring that association. You're also leveraging your experience in audio to take the audio cue, something no one has ever thought to do in a controller, but to be able to really enhance the audio with your controller is something that's never been done before. So it's not just a name-only sort of transition to the, you know, bringing the Astro name. You're really leveraging a lot of your experience on the sound side and on the gaming side to enhance the functionality of the controller. Yep. Well, and, you know, the other thing that we're also not talking about is the fact that, like, Astro is definitely bringing our experience, you know, in design and quality and engineering. But we're, you know, now, and we talked about this, I think, the last time I was on the show. Now we're backed by Logitech, too. So we've also right. got access to a lot of their technology. They were a big help in creating that wireless transmitter that actually allows us to get that better audio signal. So, um, you know, while we want audio to be a focus and we have the ability to look at and say, like, this is how we think audio should be. This is how we want to design it. Then we were able to go to Logitech and be like, you know, we want to put this technology together. And they were a huge help for that. So this is one of those things where... Uh, you know, the long-term benefits of, of being owned by Logitech is really paying off for us and the ability to, to really take our products and say, you know, not only are they designed well and engineered well, but now we have this technology that we can, we can layer on top of it as well. And so it's kind of a, th- a triple threat. 
You know, there, there's something else that you guys did that I, I wanted to mention. And again, it shows, you know, we talk about companies. We talked about it before. Other companies that are responsive to their users. You guys are one of the best at this, of really getting feedback from your community uh, and, and adding functionality based on that feedback. Something you did on the rear of the controller. You talk about the buttons on the back. You decided not to go with paddles. And mm-hmm. as much as I love, there are some other controllers out there that do use paddles, right? You went with the buttons. And I think that's a fantastic choice because sometimes as great as paddles, are they kind of can get in the way even on the the Microsoft you know the, their you know Xbox Elite controller which is a great controller on its own that you can you could you remove those paddles but to not have anything in the way to get in the way of that experience the buttons are there if you need them but if you don't use them they're not going to be intrusive and I thought that was a great design choice on your guys part yeah we really wanted the the ergonomic design of the buttons to feel non-intrusive to the gameplay yeah. right like they like like you said they're definitely there if you need them and, and because they're part of the grip, right, your, your hands are resting naturally on them, and squeezing motion is so natural to, to activate those buttons, but they're actually on a rocker switch. So if you prefer to push them with the tips of your finger, push up into the bottom of the controller, you can see that they kind of cover um, both the, the, the bottom of the controller and then wrap around onto the, to the um, sides of the grip. So you're able to activate in a way that feels most natural to you. We're not assuming that every person wants to activate them the same way, so everybody... Right. How you hold your controller, you know, if you have your fingers touching the bottom, then they're a button for you. And if they, if it's, if you're all wrapped on the grip, then it's a squeeze, right? And both of those are pretty natural, and it's just about preference. And so we're not forcing someone to play the way we want them to play. It's giving them the option to, if you use the buttons, here's multiple natural ways to use it. And if you don't use the buttons, they're completely out of your way, and you just ignore them. No, that, that's brilliant. And the, one of the last things I want to bring up is I think, you know, we love, you know, we're not myth busters on Sirius XM. We, we, do talk, we do like to introduce features and make people think in different ways, either about a product or about a company. And there's this idea, I think there's an idea that customized controllers, especially at a price point that's more than a traditional controller, which this does fall under, we're talking about, you know, a little under 200 US dollars for this. There's an idea that, well, this must be for pro gamers only. And I'm here to tell you, not as a pro gamer, as a regular gamer like you guys that are listening, just to have the ability to customize your experience, to tailor the experience to the way you like a controller to feel in your hand, that whatever button you press falls right under your thumb's reach, right the way, the way that you want it to, that's not something that's just for, for professionals. These are benefits that benefit any gamer out there that just wants to tailor the experience to them, much like we have our, you know, our mobile devices that we tailor to the way that we use them. This, this is an extension of that sort of life. Style, so I don't want people to think that it's just for pro gamers. It's really for anyone that wants to tailor the experience just to the way they like to game. That is so true, and that's that's kind of always been our design philosophy. You know, if we if we design these things for the pro gamers who are, you know, kind of the top two percent of user case, right? They they use things, you know, more hours a day, kind of in harsher environments, and they demand more from the products. But if we design for those, uh, you know, those users everybody else kind of gets the benefit, right? Like, right. like if, if we design something that someone can use for eight hours and that they can win competitions with, it means you're going to be able to use it at home for as long as you game. And it means that you're going to have an enhanced gaming experience. You'll win more, you'll enjoy the games more, and you'll get to enjoy the games more on your terms, right? Instead of, instead of conforming to the controls that the developer puts in, you know, you right. can set all your controls to always be really uniform to how you like to play. 
Oh, uh, and I, I, t- I told you at the beginning, I'm giddy over this. Now I have to explain to my wife why I have a huge smile on my face all day and that it's about a controller. I think she knows me by now. I think she knows that that's okay, that I get excited about these kind of things. But I know there are going to be gamers all over the world that are going to be listening to this, uh, and they're going to be as excited as we are. He is Thaddeus Cooper. He's the head of community and influencer marketing at Astro Gaming. We've been talking about the beautiful new Astro C40TR controller that's coming out early next year and I guess as you have more news for us Thaddeus we will let our listeners know I'm sure when we get a release date you'll let me know I let our listeners know and everyone can go to astrogaming.com to find out your, to find your full line of products correct oh yeah you'll get a text from me as soon as uh, we have a date Oh, dude, I cannot wait. And I promise I won't tell anyone until you tell me I can. Thaddeus, thank you again for joining us. We can't wait to have you back again soon. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance, and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.